0: Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you.
1: Then we can go to God and say, "See, see your people, see your people, see your people. It will now happen to you in Jesus' name. God will keep you. But you too will keep yourself. That's why Paul wrote to Timothy. He said that, Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them. For in doing this, thou shalt save thyself and them that hear thee. We have to look at, you know, every time you want to do something, think of the big picture. Don't think about just what you want to do now. The big picture, how is it going to affect God? How is it going to affect your family? How is it going to affect the church? If somebody had told David that night, when he was looking at that little girl, this thing is going to cost you four sons. This thing will cause Israel to split. This thing will stop you from building the temple. He would not have gone near that girl with a 10-foot pole. However beautiful. However beautiful. yeah. But you know God won't tell you everything. All God tells you is thou shall not commit adultery. Sell out. He does not tell you the consequences. I got to close. One last thing. Because this message will not be complete without it. I'm just going to summarize this and then I'll look at one or two scriptures and I'll close. So, God pronounces judgment against Israel. So, he says, because you've done this thing, great occasions to the lay names of the Lord to blaspheme. And the child, now this is where the judgment started, the chastening. The child that is also born unto thee shall surely die. And Nathan departed unto his house. I want to teach you some deep bible here and the lord and nathan departed on his house and the lord struck the child that uriah's wife had borne unto david and it was very sick initially the child was fine they had the baby the baby was fine god sends nathan to the baby sorry to david he rebukes him he, he pronounces god's judgment then the bible says and the lord struck now how many people know that it was not god who struck the baby you see, that's where, that's why, many of we faith, word of faith guys, and I'm word of faith, solid word of faith, to the glory of God. Give Brother Hagen a super clap offering, and Ken Copeland it. I'm solid word of faith. You know, I can never forget what Ken Hagen taught us. He said, anytime in the Old Testament you see this kind of thing. Always know that it is in the permissive sense, not in the causative sense. What happened was that God allowed the child to be struck. God is, is not a, doesn't give people sickness. But does God make people sick? Yes, indirectly. What he does is that the hedge of protection that is around you, that is, you, do you think you are healthy by yourself? I think you think that it's because you are eating conflicts and you are taking vitamins, you know, that's why everything is okay with you. You are living by the grace and the mercy of God. Don't ever forget it. May God not remove his mercy. There are some things that will happen, no doctor will have the answer. With all our technology... With all the knowledge of genetics and everything that's on the earth today, you're still having very rich men. Some of the richest guys in the world, they would die of funny, funny kind of cancer. They will go to the best hospitals in London, in Los Angeles, in Germany. They will go from... And they can't find a solution. Because it is only God that can guarantee your health. That's why I prayed for um, Prof today and his wife. Good health. Long life. These are blessings money cannot buy. You had a baby. The baby is fine. The fingers are complete. The eyes are fine. The everything is okay. And you think it's by your power. Oh, foolish man. No, it's not that, that it is the grace and the mercy of God that is keeping you. A million and one things could have gone wrong between conception and birth. You know, honey, these truths are things that should make us humble. Make us tread softly. It's not just your faith, oh. though. It's not just your confession and your praying in tongues and binding the devil and groaning. All that is important. Don't misunderstand me. But all of that has the grace on top of it. And the mercy that makes it work. So when you know that, even when you are groaning, you are saying, God, mercy. (laughs) (laughs) And when you finish groaning and you pray, you don't come out and say, my faith. And my prayers have done this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. thank you darling beautiful scripture my wife just gave it. it is not of him that runneth i didn't hear you no yeah. uh, there's a way i'm going to take it by the holy ghost so there is no of him that runneth and say, but you must run it is not of him that willeth don't your neighbor say but you must will but it is of god that showeth mercy it is the mercy of god on your running and your willing that causes your running and your willing to work A super clap offering for the Lord. David has been enjoying God's grace and mercy for years. Now he offends. So God removes, not total, not total. Partial. Just removes a little bit of the hedge. So Satan can strike the child. I'm not going to go into all of that. You know, i just summarize as I close. David goes into fasting and prayer. Deep fasting and prayer. He's repentant. He's told, Nathan, he's sorry and everything. He begins to fast and to pray and to fast that God will heal the child. It doesn't happen. The child dies. The child dies, they don't want to tell David, (laughs) they think he's going to run mad. (laughs) Pastor Andrew, sin is not good. Oh, I'm not saying, Pastor Andrew, you are sinning. (laughs) My eye just went to you. All of us, sin is not good. Oh. You know why? When you have sinned, your conscience is not strong. You'll be wondering will God do it or will God not do it? Because you you have this thing. Um, Until that blood of Jesus purges your conscience from dead works. You know? So David was in a he said anyway, let me try. So he fasted and fasted and 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 prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. He said, you, because you see, David knew God. He knew God's character. That God is a God of mercy. And that if he can plead his case, and he can, maybe God will find a way of helping him. But it doesn't happen. The baby dies. I don't want to tell him, because I think he's going to run mad. Because he's already been... That's why I looked at Pastor Andrew and said, sin is no good. He has already been plagued by guilt of what he has done. And now this child is sick. But you see, Nathan is a true prophet. He said, this child will die. Now he's going to change that. Because of what you've done. So they now come to David and tell him, the, the child is dead. His child is dead. He goes, Has his birth? cleans his face he said while the child was alive there was hope now the child is dead there's nothing i can do i just have to accept the chastening of the lord you know in our lives there's a place where you have to accept the chastening of the lord born again spirit filled new testament christians don't want to accept this this is what i'm going to close with i said one or two verses because of that sin god forgave david as far as going to hell was concerned, and he didn't die. But God said there's gonna be a chastening, and it started. We're gonna look at it as we continue this series. This was just the first. David lost four sons. Alone, it's a great prayer. That's why you should walk circumspect. The Bible says, and Ahab, tread softly. Tread softly. This arrogance and all of this is not going to get you anywhere. But it was just the beginning. He had no idea what the future had. God has spoken through He said, I'm going to raise trouble for you from your own house. We're going to look at this next time. When we look at Absalom, we're going to look at Absalom. We're going to look at Adonijah. We're going to look at Solomon. But, you know, to close today, I want to close on this fact. that that is why you want to stay away from sin. God will forgive you. No question. You will go to heaven. But what of the chastening? Give me Psalm 99. And then 1 Corinthians 11 and I close. Psalm 99, verse 8. You know, for years, I didn't know this thing was in the Bible. I read it all because I read the, my first year, I'd already read the Bible. You know, sometimes you read something in the Bible and your eyes are closed to some things. How many people have noticed that? Next time you go and read the Bible, you say, ah, but I read this, the other day, I didn't even see it. That's why it says, open my eyes. Now, I behold wondrous things out of thy law. So anytime you read your Bible, don't just enter and read. Just say, God, open my eyes. Verse aha. Uh-huh. Thou answered them, O Lord, our God. Thou was a God that forgives them. Did he forgive David? I didn't hear you. Did God forgive David? Though thou tookest vengeance on their intentions. Give me this in the New International Version. Hello, I'm New International Version, I like this one. Oh Lord, you answer them and you are to Israel a forgiving God. And the same thing with the church. Though you punish their misdeeds. God writes it. It's Bible. It's not condemnation. It's the truth. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 2, it says that every transgression received a just recompense of reward is certain. I've taught you that over the years. Knowing the certainty of his judgment and chastening. And then the security of his mercy. You know what? It makes sin unattractive. And it makes obedience attractive. God is a good God. If you sin, he will forgive you. But be sure he will chasten you. And the degree of chastening will be determined by how you repent, how honestly you repent, and you turn away from your ways. If you continue in that way, the the, the longer you spend, the worse it gets. If David had taken the shame of impregnating Bathsheba, and did not take the step of killing Uriah, they would have been ashamed. uh, Uriah probably would have divorced her anyway because they were allowed that in the Old Testament, because he was the king, you know, they would have done it hush-hush. They would have just called him from the war front with Nathan and a few elders, say, well, this is what happened, you know, and he would marry another little girl, nice wife, you know, and she would have just, you know, gone to David, and they would have, they would have settled it. It would have been shameful, you know, but it is better than losing four sons. That is why if you find yourself in any kind of sin, stop it! now first corinthians chapter 11 my last scripture see this one is in the new testament see we, we new testament christians we like to say oh all that is old testament god doesn't do that anymore you know you have all these silly christians telling you oh god you know as if as if god has undergone therapy <laughs> between the old and the new testament yeah, the God of the Old Testament is yeah, no, I don't like that one. It's the God of the New Testament. I like that one. He hasn't changed. I was quoting somebody, somebody recently. I uh, said, Oh, is that God doesn't kill? I said, Then what are you going to do with Revelation chapter 3? New Testament. You can't get more New Testament than Revelation. <laughs> it says, That woman who calls herself Jezebel that is teaching my servants to commit adultery and fornication and eating things like He said, behold, I will cast her into a bed and I will kill her children. Nobody said amen. Just like he did for David's child. Then, but he gives them space. He said, I gave her space to repent and she did not repent. When she repented, he said, if if he had repented, it would not have happened god hasn't changed though. i don't know how many people are listening to me then am i talking to david here you know what i'm doing i'm saving you because when the rain comes and it's coming the glory is coming the manifestation of the sons of god is coming the prosperity beyond anything we've seen with our eyes are coming there will be a tendency to relax there will be a tendon. You will be powerful. People will come and say, Surely God is in thee. They will come and kneel down and, 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 and lie before you. Fine women. What are you going to do? When anything wants to hump to your head, remember David. Ah! Don't go there. You know, in our own time, it <laughs> won't just chase you, he will kill you nobody said <laughs> don't go there don't go there oh you know when you remember such things it look at 1 Corinthians chapter 11 I got to close have I happened to anybody here no um, verse 30 talking about the communion but it's not just communion is it's, it's a, look at verse 29. Okay. Now go to verse 30. We'll look at 30, 31, and 32. For this cause, many are weak. It was a weak. Say 30 fold. Sickly. It was a 60 fold. I didn't hear you. And many sleep. That's premature death. Say a hundred fold. This God's chastening rod. To his children, it's not; just not unbelievers, Christians. When they don't listen and they don't, do, you know, they don't repent or say anything, they'll go to heaven. No, heaven is not the issue. He said, first of all, you notice that you are weak spiritually; you can't pray like you used to pray. You don't have the strength. That's a warning signal. Quickly find out from God. Get on that God. Say, God, what's going on here? What am I? You know, and quickly correct it. If they don't listen, it will graduate to sickness. Am I talking to anybody here? If they don't listen, it will graduate to premature death. They will still go to heaven. Like the boy in Corinth. Deliver him to Satan from disobeying that the spirit may be saved. They'll go to heaven. That's why I keep telling you: heaven is not our goal, it's a gift. But we're not gonna, we're all going to heaven, but we're not going to be the same. I just got a tweet. And many of us will not go to heaven the same way. Some will go to heaven gloriously. Some will go to heaven laboriously. You want to go to heaven in style. You want to go well. I'm not talking to anybody here. It's gone very quiet. But I'm talking to the sons of David. Next verse. For if we will judge ourselves, we will not be judged. Stop. In other words, if David had judged himself, Nathan would not have to be sent to him to judge him. David knew the Bible even probably better than Nathan. If David had judged himself, all this nonsense would not have happened. The day he slept with that girl, and when he woke up in the morning and went to pray, Ah, God, what have I done? Ah, oh yeah. Then okay, let me just forget it. I ask God. Then the guy gets pregnant. Uh-huh. Game is up. He would have called. He should have judged himself. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what situation you're in. Judge yourself. If we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. Verse 32. And I close. But when we are judged, see, let, let me, let me paraphrase it. When, mommy, you want to say something? Okay, I'll soon finish. You know, when, when we judge ourselves, then we're not judged. But when we don't judge ourselves, then we are judged and chastened. See, chastening comes because you didn't judge yourself. Let me paraphrase that. The degree of the chastening depends on how quickly and how honestly you judge yourself. The faster you judge yourself, the more honestly you judge yourself, the less the chastening you're going to get. The, the less you judge yourself, the less honestly, the more the chastening. I'm talking to New Testament born again. I'm not talking to unbelievers. We are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. Close. What does this mean? Why does God chasten us? Hebrews chapter 12. I'm not going to go there. He chastens us so that we will not go to hell. Have you read it? They're, they're looking at me as if they don't read their Bible. It's in the book of Proverbs. He said, Chasten thy son, and thou shalt deliver his soul from why do you think God chastens you? So you won't go to hell, we will not be condemned with the world. So when you sin and you don't judge yourself, God will chase you. Weak, sickness, if necessary, premature death, so you will not go to hell. But why should you allow that? When you can judge yourself. Mommy. Thank God for mommies.
2: Thank you, Lord. Nobody even said amen. Just a quick thing. Just a quick thing to encourage us. I just want to encourage us. No, no, no. You've been saying the word of God. (laughs) He's been saying the word of God. I just want to encourage us. If you know recently, you know, I started adding the blessings of Deuteronomy. twenty-eight on marriages and homes, our lives, and all under household and sphere of influence. There is a reason. Deli beloved, I want to tell you something. Pastor said something. I'm not going to be long at all. He said, if David had considered sin and all the things he lost, he would not have touched Bathsheba." When you go home, please, I beg you, you go and read Deuteronomy 28. It's a reality. From verse 1 to 14, was only where the blessings are.
1: This
2: one will make you run. From, Please go and read it. To 63. See sometimes when pastor is saying some things. You know that's why I have to just be like. They just come back. <laughs> and say please let us break it and chew it a little bit. You know so that you can understand that what is operating there. Me myself, I'm trying to catch up, but at least I can reach out to you, so you can understand it. These things are real. Blessings are only from one to fourteen. Curses range from fifteen to sixty-six. From fifteen to sixty-six, blessings are only from one to fourteen. Curses from fifteen. To sixty six, please run from sin. Run from sin. That word is just what I wanted to remember. Said, if only David. Well, you are David. I'm David, so we can hear. Let's run from sin. If a whole chapter of Deuteronomy twenty eight, that's what we pray every time for blessings in marriages. Is only 1 to 14 blessings. And from 15 to 66, is curses. Let us run away from sin. Thank you, sir.
1: Thank God for mommy. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. To your feet. Ah, yes. Mommy has helped you. Thank God for mommy. Thank God for mummies. this daddy is too hard for us but uh, you know I can't change the word of God for you you know what I've just done today it's going to save your life young men and young women if you see sin now you will run the Bible says by the fear of the Lord when you see you just remember David you will pick race But when you are told, oh, God is love. And it doesn't matter what you do. His love is unconditional. They are pushing you into a trap. Let's talk to God. Just put one hand on your heart. Raise your hand. It's not a day for song. Just talk to God. Just talk to God. Thank God you have a David's heart. Thank God you are willing to do all the will of God. But how are you going to behave... When the blessings come, are you going to marry more wives when you get to Jerusalem? I use that as a type. Are you going to abuse your power, financial, spiritual? Are you going to take advantage of people? All these things God wants to correct them now. So when the time comes we would have already been ready. So when those things come, we just avoid them. Raise our hand. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word today. Thank you for teaching us about the reign of David that is imminent. The manifestation of the sons of God. Men and women, boys and girls, that will do all of the will of God and grow into perfection. Crucify all of the lust of the flesh. The lust of the eyes and the pride. will not leave any part left. God, have mercy on me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Open my eyes. Let me see you as you truly are. A God of loving kindness. But also of righteousness and of justice. That you will chasten your children. So that you will, they will not be condemned with the world. Oh God. I want to avoid chastening. I want to avoid chastening. Help me. Help me to be honest in my heart. Quick to repent. Quick to retrace my steps. To honestly, brutally judge myself so I will not be judged and chastened. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. In Jesus' name. Neka tolomo shala fre. Father, thank you, Jacques, for come to offer. Lambric Father, thank you, Zala, to offer. Lord Jesus, thank you come to offer. Holy Spirit, thank you come to offer. For your blood, I offer to For your life, I offer to offer. For your power, I offer to offer. Lord, to offer. To To offer. Lord, to In Jesus' name, as we were praying, two thoughts came to me. I have to say them. If you have been in this kind of thing, don't condemn yourself. If you need to come and see us, you can come and see us. I will help you. God is just looking for honesty. There are two categories. There are things you did before you got born again. Don't worry about those ones. They're gone. God's not going to hold that again. He's not going to chase you for things you did before you got born again. But things you've done after you got born again. If you've already dealt with them, you've talked to God about it, maybe even been chasing to some degree, it's gone in the past. Let it be in the past. Forget the things which are behind and press on towards things that are before. If they are fresh things, these things that have happened recently. And you haven't yet dealt with it. Deal with it. If you need to come and see us, you can see your pastors in your different groups. And then You can come with the pastor to come and see me. I promise you, I will help you. I will not expose you. I will not condemn you. And I will show you the way out. There must still be some chastening you will have to get. But that's okay. God will help you. God will help you. Why is God doing all of this? He's coming back for a glorious church. No spot, no blemish, no wrinkle. Or oh, thank you darling. Or oh, that's why the English is there. Not even any he didn't just any sort it's not going to it's not going to happen in this glorious church. That's why all of this
0: is necessary. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources including books, sermons, prophecies and articles available on our website spcconline.org. Thank you and God bless you.